Steelers by the Link Podcast. My name is James Strong, joined once again by my co-host, Cody Tanner. Cody, how are you on this fine Friday evening? James, I am doing fantastic on this fine Friday evening. How are you doing, my good sir? Doing all right, man. Nice to have a couple of days off coming up here. It's going to be nice and cold up here. Mm-hmm. So ground's going to freeze. No more muddy paws. That makes me happy. Yep. All the all the pups running around your house. That definitely makes you happy. Uh, I, I tell you what makes a lot of people happy. Pittsburgh being in the playoffs. Uh, and you know what? Some people, I think it just makes them upset. <laughs> it's just guaranteeing <laughs> we have a lower draft pick. Um but no, I mean, Pittsburgh's obviously we're here going to talk about the Buffalo Bills game that is going to be happening this Sunday. That is a one o'clock kick, right? Or is that a 430? It is a one o'clock. One o'clock. Uh, so one o'clock kick. Um, Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Buffalo is going to be cold. Weather's going to be horrible. Uh, we both feel that bodes well for Pittsburgh, but we will get into mm-hmm. talking that. Uh, before we get into talking the game and injury report and about the Buffalo Bills specifically, uh, we are going to talk a bit of Steelers roster moves. Steelers did sign outside linebacker David Perales and punter Brad Wing, who's been in and out of the practice squad for a while. But both those guys were signed to the practice squad. James, we also have some 53-man roster updates. Yes, with DeMonte KZ officially coming off of the suspension list, uh, Pittsburgh was granted a roster exemption. Uh, and then after a few days of pondering, decided that the appropriate move would be to put Trenton Thompson on the injured reserve in order to uh, activate DeMonte KZ off of that uh, that that list so you got DeMonte KZ back and uh, he's not the only safety back for this game so uh, we've got some fun things to talk about with that Uh, let's get into it man the injury report for the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, is ever evolving Uh, and what we've got going on this week uh, Najee Harris listed with a knee injury he was a do not participate on Wednesday then a full Thursday Friday so he'll be going uh, Minka in that knee. We've been hearing about this knee of Minka. Practiced full all week long. He is going to play. He's so playing, Devontae baby. KZ and Minka Fitzpatrick, our starting safeties, are returning for this game. Uh, couldn't be at a better time, honestly. Very important to have both of them. Uh, Eland and Roberts still dealing with that pectoral injury. Uh, was limited Wednesday, full Thursday, Friday. He'll go again. Uh, Isaac Siamalu been dealing with a shoulder injury for a long time. Didn't participate in practice Wednesday. Was full Thursday. Did not Friday. It's just a rest thing. Uh, that's one of those things that as soon as our season's over, he's probably going to have a, a cleanup surgery on whatever that nagging injury is so that he can be fully healthy next season. But until then, he's going to be trying to to nurse his way through it as much as possible. Yep. Um, TJ Watt with his knee injury did not participate in practice all week long. Uh, that is something that Mike Tomlin ruled out right away. He didn't want him even trying to come back for this game, which you can appreciate because, yep. A, it's not going to end well if he does. He's not going to be fully effective, and he's highly likely to re-injure himself if he comes back too quickly. So uh, that's a good thing. Uh, Cam Hayward and Larry Ogunjobi both got some days off. Uh, rest, non-injury related, they're calling it, uh, but we we know better than that. Cam Hayward's still dealing with that groin injury. So yeah. Um, that kind of sums up the list. This is about as healthy as Pittsburgh's been for a while. Yeah. Oh, drastically. Uh, Buffalo Bills, on the other hand, uh, are dealing with a lot of injuries now. A lot of these guys are still going to play, but there's just a lot on this injury report. I'm going to talk about the two guys that are questionable, the two guys that are out first. Uh, Gabe Davis and 
Taylor Rapp. So Gabe Davis being the wide receiver and Taylor Rapp being a backup safety. Uh, both those guys are already listed as out with a knee and calf injury, um, respectively. And then you also have uh, Tyrell Dodson, who's a linebacker dealing with a shoulder injury, limited on Wednesday, didn't participate on Thursday. And then a full, or excuse me, limited participation on Friday. Today, he is listed as questionable. Then you also have uh, Razul Douglas, a cornerback with a knee injury, didn't participate all week. I highly doubt he's going to play, uh, especially with a knee injury at a corner position. You don't expect a guy like that to not practice all week and then play. So expect him to probably not play more likely than not. Uh, Josh Allen dealing with a neck injury, fully participated all week. We expect him to go. Deion Dawkins listed as a hand injury and an illness was kind of here and there with practicing all week long, uh, but we do expect him to play. And then you also have Leonard Floyd, a defensive end who just is listed as veteran rest, which is very, you know, it's just a contusion to the birth certificate is what we call it. Yeah. Ty Johnson, a running back. It was in concussion protocol, limited participation all week in practice. DeMar Hamlin still dealing with a shoulder injury that he's been dealing with for what feels like most of the season. Uh, fully participated all year, or all week. Micah Hyde, safety with a neck injury. Full participation. Von Miller, uh, again, veteran resting for this week. And then you have a, a list of guys that kind of didn't participate here and there all week. Dawson Knox, tight end, dealing with an illness. Didn't participate on Thursday. Was fully participating today. Uh, Deontay Hardy and Stephon Diggs, wide receivers, both dealing with a personal and veteran rest uh, days. So... Uh, more than likely see both of them play. And Daquan Jones, uh, defensive end, also listed as that veteran rest. So those guys are just getting some rest at the end of the week uh, leading up to this game. And again, it's going to be a cold one. You got to imagine if these guys are dealing with injuries and stuff, it's going to be a lot more achy. It's going to be a lot more um, of those like joint issues, tightness, stuff like that. So they're going to have the heaters on the sideline. They're going to be stretching, being warm. Um watch out for some of these knee injuries. If these guys decide to go um, that something doesn't happen because cold weather games and the with knee injuries sucks, man sucks a lot. I remember those days. <laughs> Don't miss them. Don't miss them in the slightest <laughs> high school football is still a lot different than, than NFL, but man, when you're hurting and it's in the cold it makes everything worse. I can see how that would be true. No doubt about it. Uh, so beyond the injury list, it's a pretty extensive list for the Bills. Mm. Uh, let's get into the depth chart of the Buffalo Bills and who we're going to be going up against, right? Uh, obviously, we all are familiar with the quarterback, Josh Allen, for the Buffalo mm -hmm. Bills. Very dangerous multi-weapon, uh, very strong arm, very athletic and strong runner of the football, and dangerous doing both. Now they key with him. He's a little bit turnover prone, and once it gets to that two turnovers plus, uh, they have a habit of not having as good of luck with games. Uh, so that might be an important thing coming up in this game. Uh, running back position, James Cook is having himself a very nice season, uh, being backed up by Latavius Murray. Fullback Reggie Gilliam, uh, the wide receiver crew, Gabe Davis, as we talked about, he's listed as out for this game. Uh, Stephon Diggs and Khalil Shakir or uh, the backups or the other two starters, Deontay Hardy and Trent Sherfield, the backup wide receivers. Uh, tight end room, Dawson Knox is listed as the starter, but Dalton Kincaid may be the better tight end of the two. Yep. Uh, he's the rookie with some very serious capability as far as receiving the ball. Offensive line, Deion Dawkins is tackle. 
left guard Connor McGovern, center Mitch Morse, right guard Osiris Torrance. You might have remembered him. We talked about him, the guard out of Florida. Big hulking individual. Then right tackle Spencer Brown. Uh, and it's just a dang shame that TJ isn't healthy for this game because he has absolutely owned Spencer Brown in past games. Uh, so that might be an, a matchup to look at is whoever ends up playing against Spencer Brown on that right side. Uh, he's definitely somebody that can be exposed in pass rushing situations. Yeah. You have to imagine they're watching tape this week about the last few times TJ Watts gone up against him and what's worked uh, so that these other outside linebackers can kind of be prepared uh, to to take him down kind of similarly or the same way. This defensive side of the ball uh, is no joke, James. No joke at all. You look at this. They're on a 4-3 compared to Pittsburgh's 3-4. Uh, they're mm-hmm. four down linemen or, you know, pass rushing guys. Um, Ed Oliver and Daquan Jones listed as the defensive tackles. Again, Daquan Jones having that veteran rest. You have Greg Rousseau. Uh I always mispronounce that name. Rousseau. 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 Uh, edge rusher along with Von Miller. Von Miller, again, being a former Super Bowl champion as well with the Denver Broncos. Um, the the one you really want to watch out for there being Von Miller. Ed Oliver is a very capable run stopper as well. Um, so keep an eye on those guys. And then it, you look at the linebacker crew is almost the name of guys that I've never heard of. Uh, but they're they're on this defense and this defense has played well and fared well most of the year. So you kind of have to imagine they're having a, a quietly solid year. Tyrell Dodson is the the will side line, weak side linebacker. Terrell Bernard is the middle linebacker, and then Teron Johnson is actually listed as a nickel corner. So excuse me, um, they have they yeah. actually do run a they run a weird. They're listed in their their nickel defense is starting defense. Yeah, so, so that's fine. That's all that is. Yeah. Um, and then you look at the starting corners, outside corners, uh, Rasul Douglas, which is listed as a injury, and then you also have Christian Benford. Uh, who's also, I believe he's only been in the league um, two years, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, two years out of Villanueva. So young roster in that defensive back room, honestly. Razul Douglas um, is also, no, he's a seven-year pro out of uh, West Virginia. He's just not a big name, which is weird. I'm used to them having big-name quarterbacks when you think of Tredavious White and stuff like that. Uh, However, the safety room, big-name guys, Jordan, Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde. Um, two very potent safeties in their own rights. Um, Jordan Poyer, and I think Poyer's on the IR, isn't he? I don't believe he was. One of the two of them's on the IR. It's probably Micah Hyde. Straight white. It's probably Micah Hyde. I do not recall Poyer be. being on the IR. Uh, but both of them have stats listed for the last game. So, huh? I believe they're both here. Uh, and going to be playing against us this year. Micah has missed a few games, three games to be exact this year. Jordan Poyer missed one earlier in the year against the Dolphins, um, <clears throat> but I believe both are playing, and both are actually 11-year pros. Um, so they got drafted around the same time, one out of Oregon State, one out of Iowa. Uh, these guys are definitely capable safeties, and I'm hoping that Pittsburgh can can play well against them. Uh, you think that, you know, with Mason starting in these deep balls, these are the two guys you got to watch out for. I, I, those corners, those names don't scare me yet. Not saying they can't make a player, make a name for themselves now. Um, but Poyer and Hired are definitely two guys you got to watch out for. Uh, you want to talk yeah. about the, the special teams? You want to talk about this defense for a second? Real quick, I want to touch on a couple of these defensive guys. Sol Douglas, 
season for the Bills filling in for Trey White. The safeties, on the other hand, are both old and slow at this point and getting toasted over and over this season. That's good. Uh, So if you can get decent enough weather, the deep ball is something that should be an option this week. My concern is that it seems like the weather is going to prohibit them from being able to go deep. Uh, So that would be beneficial for these guys because they're both at this stage more hitters than they are pass coverage guys. Uh, So that would be kind of a a drawback. And as far as the defensive front, it's an undersized defensive front. Ed Oliver's about a 285-pound defensive lineman known for not being so good against the the run. Uh, So this is an opportunity where Pittsburgh can absolutely run hard if you're going heavy against these guys. Uh, even if you're just in your one tight end set, you got an advantage because these are smaller defensive linemen. Uh, they're pass rushers. They're definitely not run stoppers. Uh, they're actually 28th in the NFL in run defense on first down, allowing 6.2 yards per carry on first down. Oh, well, that's uh, so exciting. Definitely something that can be exposed with a power rushing game. Uh, the secondary or the uh, special teams guys, Kicker Tyler Bass, known for having a strong leg. The punter and holder Sam Martin. Uh, punt return man Deontay Hardy. And kick return man Khalil Shakur. Long snapper Reed Ferguson. That's right, Reed Ferguson. Solid. Solid guys there um, on that special teams, you know. Watch out for them. Just kidding. Uh, Tyler Bass is a good kicker, I can't lie. Um, yeah, he got a strong leg, man. Very strong leg. Don't, I, I'm excited to see what this weather means for his kickoffs, not going to lie. Um, yeah, for everybody's kickoffs. Yeah, that's true. Um, with that being said, we are going to talk about our three keys to success to beat Buffalo in Buffalo this week. Um, again, a 1 o'clock kickoff on Sunday. James, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I'll get mine out of the way, and then you can give the people your – your keys. Uh, my first one this week is going to be Steelers need to rush for 175 yards plus. Ooh, okay. Uh, the higher number rushing, they are every time they give up a lot of yards rushing. I think the number is like 135 or 140 or something. Uh, they have like dang near zero wins when people rush for that much. So, and Pittsburgh's had a lot of games lately for a large amount of rushing yards. So I'm going to put it at 175 and say if you do 175 plus, that's a real good sign for success for Pittsburgh. Number two, don't turn the ball over. I'm not saying win the turnover battle. I'm saying don't turn it over because when Pittsburgh doesn't turn the ball over, they win most of the time. (laughs) So uh, you might even be able to get away with not forcing any turnovers if you just don't turn it over on your own. Uh, number three and final one, hold the Bills to under 125 rushing yards. Uh, I feel like if you can do that, that means they're not sustaining their drives. Uh, if they're not sustaining drives, they're probably not finishing in the end zone and giving you a good chance. So that's my keys to this week's game because I think, honestly, it's going to end up running game versus running game because this weather is supposed to be brutal. They're talking about a wind of 25 to 30 miles an hour with gusts all the way up to 60 miles an hour. Uh, which may make the passing game almost impossible. Solid. Absolutely solid. Um, <laughs> James, something that I was hoping was going to happen before this game, I was hoping Pittsburgh was going to sign Trey Norwood to their practice squad. Um, and, and I said Trey Norwood, Trey Norwood, excuse me, was just released from the Buffalo Bills practice squad on the 30th of December. Um, so maybe there was a little bit of 
knowledge he could have we could have gained from Trey Norwood um, spending some time with Buffalo. But with that being said, uh, my three keys to success: one is not going to be signing. Don't worry, one is not signing. Um, <laughs> Trey Norwood did the practice squad for this game. <laughs> That's uh, good because he isn't very good. <laughs> no, no, he's not. I think he had a pick with us, but maybe who knows. Um, no, with that being said, my three keys to success this week are actually somewhat similar to yours. Uh, one is control the clock, win the time of possession, uh, have sustained drives. Don't get me wrong. I love when we consistently get like two play touchdowns or one play touchdowns. That's nice. I don't see that happening a whole lot this game with the weather being the way that it is, but you never know. Um, I would love us to hold the ball and, and keep our defense off the field as long as we can and get them rested. Uh, number and, and just quite frankly, wear down their defense. Number two is going to be forcing turnovers. I want to see sack fumbles, interceptions. Again, very similar to you, not not winning the turnover battle, but I want to see ball on the ground or ball in our hands on that defensive side. And then number three is going to be special teams. It's going to be winning the field position battle as well. Um, you have to make sure we're giving them long fields. We can't be doing these three and outs, uh, which kind of goes hand in hand with those sustained drives. But Presley Harvin's got to be on his game in this in this weather uh the the special teams you know kick coverage punt coverage have to be making tackles these games can, like i think back to the game that buffalo played the snowstorm game i can't remember who they played against um but it can very easily get out of hand in the snow or if it if it's going to be snow covered or if it's going to be rain or wind whatever it might be um you have to be ready for anything and you have to make sure that you're making them do the work i don't want to see them have to drive 30 40 yards and get a touchdown um, I'd be very upset if I saw that happen. So those are my three keys to success against the Buffalo Bills this upcoming weekend. Wild card weekend, James. Wild things gonna happen. A number seven seed has never won. I mean, that's not a big deal. It's only been like three years. Uh, but a number seven seed has not won a playoff game since the introduction of a seventh seed in 2020. So mm. and who was the first team to do it as a sixth seed, Cody? Ah, so we won the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's right. That's right, buddy. Uh, that was in 2005. So 2005. So you're saying there's a chance. There's one for one for which one is this? The next. Yeah. The next pointer finger. Sure. The seventh. Yeah. You never know, man. Um, hopefully Najee's got them snow tires on. I think heavy, heavy, heavy dose of Najee Harris. Uh, the way he's been running lately, uh, man, give him the ball 35 times, please. <laughs> and Jalen Warren. I mean, both of those guys give keep giving him the ball. As long as he holds on to the freaking ball, man. Fair. He can't be fumbling this week. Fair. He fumbles once. I think Tomlin pulls him from the game. Fair. How many how many turnovers does uh, Mason Rudolph have to have for them to put Kenny in? Two. You think it's two? Yeah, I think I don't think he'll pull him after one, but I think if he. Has and they're both egregious i Not think like it got fair. tipped off of a wide receiver and then yeah yeah or somebody just stops running the route like deontay or something i think if he throws one in the first drive there's there's a chance they make a switch but it, it'd have to be the first drive and then after that i agree too two bad ones yeah um but kenny yeah clutch man that's the that's the nice thing about having kenny as the backup is that we know he's got the clutch gene. Yep. And if if something does go wrong and Mason does start playing poorly, I think that Mike won't wait too long to pull him. Yeah. If if it looks like he just can't handle it, the pressure or the wind or whatever, um, yeah, I could see it being a, a short hook before he pulls him and gives Kenny a chance to see if if he can prove it. 
So with that being said, that's going to wrap up this uh, pregame show for you guys. Make sure to comment and uh, share. Tell us your three keys to success. We'd love to talk about them on the next show. And again, thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to like and follow on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Subscribe and ring the bell. It's free. Also subscribe and give us those five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. We'll definitely give you a shout-out on the show. And until next time, this is James and Cody signing off. Peace.